Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Few people sent me a story and I saw the headline contained the word Hertz. The word Hertz, H-E-R-T-Z. And when I see Hertz in a story or Carvana in a story, I, I start to think to myself, well, it's going to be the same story again, right? Like the same story happening someplace else, but the same person doing the same thing, the same entity doing the same thing. And uh, I, I read this story, though, and I'm like, oh, that's a new twist. And I like it when they get creative and come up with new twists. So Jacob, Zero, Anthony, and David all sent this to me. San Diego woman buys a used car. Hertz claims it one month later. Now, the headline says that she bought the used car on Facebook. I don't think that's important to the story. She bought the car from somebody, and Hertz came by and said, no, that's our car, and they just took it. And it's not as simple as you might think, because my first thought was, oh, I know what happened here. Somebody went to Hertz, rented a car, brought it home, took the plate off of it, and sold it on. No, that's not what happened. That's not what happened. So NBCSanDiego.com reports a story that Sergio Flores wrote. San Diego family is upset because they bought a car only to have it towed away a month later by someone claiming it was actually theirs. And yes, that would be Hertz. This has been draining in so many ways, economically, mentally, and physically. Uh, in just so many ways, says the woman speaking to Channel 7 there, NBC, out in San Diego. Uh, they sat down with her at her kitchen table, and they went over the documents she had. She said that on October 30th of last year, she paid $21,000 for a 2022 Toyota Camry from an ad that she saw on Facebook Marketplace. I personally took the car to the California DMV, took my documents, and at the DMV, I did not have a single problem. They registered the car. That day, they changed the plates, gave me my stickers, my registration. Two weeks later, I received my title. So they had the car for about a month, and then one day it was gone. We were at work, and a tow truck came to my home, hooked up the car, and took it. So the woman showed the card of the towing company, and they told her that they were towing the vehicle because it belonged to Hertz. So a towing company just confidently says, no, this is a Hertz vehicle. They own this vehicle. How the towing company would know that, I'm not quite sure. But we'll get to that in a second. So she called the police. Well, the police asked to see the paperwork. They checked the paperwork. And they said, well, that's strange. The car's got no stolen vehicle reports. You'd think if it was stolen, somebody might report it stolen. The investigator's report describes the car as an unreported stolen vehicle. The investigating officer indicated that Hertz could not explain why it was never reported as stolen. So the question then is, was it stolen? And if it's an unreported stolen vehicle, does this woman have to give it back if she went through all the legal proper steps to acquire ownership of it? A Hertz contract from last July shows the car was rented out through Hertz's licensee in Mexico. So think of Mexican Hertz, okay? It was picked up at the cross-border express and was supposed to be returned at that same location, but according to the police report, it never happened. So then, the car was picked up by a towing company in San Diego, and that towing company has no records of how the vehicle ended up in their yard or any other information, but somehow the car shows up in their yard. So the TV station poked around and found a sales receipt showing that the towing company sold the car at an auction on September 26th, and they did that through a place that does auctions of vehicles. Towing companies often auction off vehicles. 
because the vehicle's in their possession with an unpaid towing and or storage charge, and the towing company's allowed to auction vehicles off to get that money back. There's a process they've got to go through to do it, but if they do the process, it's perfectly legal. So about a month later, it was posted for sale on Facebook Marketplace, and that's when this woman bought the car. So the vehicle shows up in the lot of the towing company. They auction it off. They say they did so legally. Somebody buys the car from the auction and then turns around and sells it to this woman, and all the paperwork checks out. So the woman now says, this is not my fault. Somebody made a mistake or is making a mistake, so then why is it me paying the consequences? A TV station confirmed through the DMV that the car legally does, on paper, belong to her. So TV station reached out to Hertz, who sent the following statement. Hertz is disappointed to learn of this situation. Upon an initial investigation, we have learned that Avasa, that's the licensee in Mexico, and the original owner-operator of the vehicle did not receive notifications from the towing company about the sales transaction. Avasa has informed us that at the time of the repossession, they believed that they were the rightful owner of the car. Avasa is working to resolve the situation in accordance with the Hertz brand standard (laughs) and will continue to work with them to support a positive outcome. I would hope that Hertz would try to do something more than just what they're known for. But the company that auctioned the vehicle off told the TV station that they did notify Avasa, as required by law, that the car was going up for auction. The woman now says she's ready to let the evidence do the talking. I am the rightful owner, she says. Let them show me what they have. All they gave me was a registration that expired on January 8th of this year. The title I have is from Sacramento, where it counts. The car is legally under my name. She adds that the DMV investigator confirmed to her that she was the rightful owner. But when NBC7 met up with her at the DMV to pick up a copy of the final report from the investigator, she instead received a letter indicating that they determined her case to be a civil matter. It's disappointing. If this report stated the car is mine, I could have done a whole lot more with it. Uh, So she left the DMV. None of the investigators were willing to talk to the TV station. She says, I'll have to pay a lawyer and go to court and wait longer to recover my property. Uh, NBC7 reached out a few more times to Hertz after the woman told her that the DMV determined it to be a uh, civil matter, but they have not responded. And so uh, here's the thing. If these facts are as presented and as we suspect they are, Hertz will lose, she will win. It'll require her, unfortunately, to file a lawsuit or for Hertz to change their mind. I have represented people who've woken up one day and their car was gone. They reported it stolen. The police said, oh, no, the vehicle was repossessed. I've had it happen where, for instance, the vehicle was reported stolen, but my clients had title to it, clean title. And so somebody came in, repossessed the vehicle, and we filed a lawsuit and we won. So... Here's the thing. Let's assume that the facts as laid out here are all correct. That is, somebody rented the vehicle. They apparently crossed the border with it, which is generally a problem. Many rental contracts say you cannot leave the country with the car. But somebody takes the car across the border. Then it gets towed and is in an impound lot. What it's doing there, we don't know. But the impound lot says we had proper paperwork and lawful possession of the vehicle. They didn't claim they owned it. They simply took possession of it because probably is illegally parked or something, but we don't know. So the vehicle's in the impound lot and it's racking up storage fees. After a period of time, 
they are allowed to auction off the vehicle so long as they've done all the steps necessary prior to that, including notifying the last registered owner of the vehicle. So they say, we sent notices over to the company, Hertz of Mexico, and no response. So if they've got that paperwork in the file, they're good. Take it to auction and sell it. Now, the second question is, after you sell it, if it creates a deficiency, well, that's one thing. But if it creates a surplus, and did they really sell it for not enough money to cover what was owed on it? I don't know. But all of this stuff can be tracked because auctions keep records. Towing yards keep records. So all of that documentation will be out there. But the interesting thing about this is, is that if you buy something at an auction, that's a legal auction in the sense that somebody's doing this because they've got the legal right to do so, and something they're selling has a title to it, an actual, I'm talking about a paper title that gets registered someplace. Think cars, motorcycles, snowmobiles, things like that. If you buy it at auction, the person auctioning the vehicle doesn't have the old title. They don't have the previous title. So what they do is they give you the paperwork that says this vehicle went through an auction and because of that, the high bidder now is legally entitled to get a title to this car. And you take that paperwork to Sacramento or Lansing if you're in Michigan or Tallahassee if you're in Florida. Figuratively speaking, you can actually do this at the DMV and say, I've got the paperwork, bought it at auction. They will double check everything and then they will issue you a title. And if everything went as we think it may have, Hertz does not have the right to retake that car. It's not theirs anymore. And I've had people tell me that their vehicle got repossessed, taken to auction, and sold. And I've had people jokingly say, Steve, if I could find that vehicle, I've still got the keys, can I just take it? It's not your car anymore. Car got auctioned. They go, yeah, but I have a title to it. Well, go check with the people in Lansing because they're going to say, well, yeah, you had a title to it. And the title chain got broken by this auction and then restarted with a new title. So if the person she bought this car from got it at an auction that followed the rules, she owns that car. So when Hertz discovers, oh, this car we're looking for pops up over here, we're just going to go take it. That's called self-help. Self-help. I had a law professor once stop the class. We were talking about something like this. And he goes... Let me tell you the phrase, self-help is fraught with peril. Because if you think somebody's got something that belongs to you and you go and take it, you better be right. Because if you're wrong, you're going to get sued. And as I mentioned before, I've represented people in Michigan on this. There's a law in Michigan that says if you take something from somebody that's not yours, you can be sued for theft, conversion, or concealment if you just take it and hide it, for instance. Uh, and you're liable for treble damages. Three times the value of the goods at the time of the taking. So it's a $21,000 car. You sue Hertz for $63,000 plus attorney fees and court costs because the statute also allows for those. So unfortunately, she's not in Michigan. But I assure you she can find attorneys who will take that case. Because as you can imagine, $63,000 claim when she's out of $21,000 car, there's probably some money there with which you can pay an attorney. So... That's the issue. And so for Hertz to say, oh, well, it was stolen, but we didn't report it. 
doesn't matter. That vehicle went through an auction and got sold. And if that was done properly, Hertz, you just screwed up really bad. So I'm starting to wonder, maybe Hertz doesn't have any counsel over there. Like they don't actually have corporate counsel. Um, because most of the big corporations I've dealt with have attorneys in-house. And so they can actually just, you know, stick their head in the door and go, hey, quick, I got a question for you. Ask an attorney a really quick question. And so Hertz could have said, we located a vehicle from our inventory. Uh, we didn't report it stolen, but it's showing up as now owned and registered by a woman in California. Can we just go grab that car? And their attorney presumably would have said no. No, if it went through an auction, you might have trouble. Maybe you should do a title search first and find out what pops up when you run the VIN through the state information. And if there's a if there's an auction in there, you got a problem. Now, you might say, but Steve, let's play with these facts a little bit and say that the vehicle got auctioned off and there were mistakes made. Isn't Hertz potentially entitled then to get the car back? They might be, depending on what mistakes were made, who was notified, who wasn't notified, was the uh, auction a commercially reasonable one, and so on. But the interesting thing is that the woman still has a cause of action against someone. Um, She can sue the person that she bought the car from. Because when someone sells you something, and this is an interesting thing, this does not require you to be a merchant. If I sell you something, I am, in essence, telling you, I own this thing, and I can transfer title legally to you. And that's called a warranty of title. And so if somebody sells you something they don't own, it doesn't matter if they thought they owned it or not. If they sell you something they don't own, then you can go after them. So it might be if Hertz actually could prove that they've done everything right here, done nothing wrong, they're totally blameless, which is kind of hard to believe, but let's assume that's possible, then she can go after the person that she bought the car from. Now, whether they're recoverable, I don't know. The other thing you might say is, Steve, if she sues the person she bought the car from and they went to the auction and bought it in good faith, then they're out. Well, no, they, they can sue the auction. <laughs> and in some states, the buyer of the car can sue the person they bought it from and they can sue the auction. I'm going to get into all the legalities of the civil procedure behind that. But the point is, she has remedies. I assure you, there are attorneys in California who will take this case, and I hope they do. And I hope that there's some way that they can get treble damages like you could in Michigan for the wrongful taking of your property. Uh, But it's scary. And I'm trying to think how many of those cases I've handled, five or ten maybe. But a couple very, very painfully obvious ones come to mind. And I remember one I had where my opposing counsel, every time I saw him, He's basically laughing at me. He's like, dude, you're just, you're going to lose so bad. And I'm like, see ya. We'll see you in court. See you in court. And uh, we won. So this is a crazy story. Hertz is involved, but it's not the usual someone stole our car Hertz story. This is a new one. So San Diego woman buys a used car on Facebook. Hertz claims it a month later. And by claims it, they came and took it. They came and took it. So Sergio Flores wrote that for NBCSanDiego.com. Jacob, Zero, Anthony, and David all sent it. Thanks a lot. Questions or comments, put them below. I'll to talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. The greatest loss is what dies inside us while we live.